Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it, it for real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And we're back after reestablishing our <laughs> podcast as a tri coastal multi-nation uh, pod, international podcasts. Oh Thanks my to all gosh. those sweet Patreon funds we've moved <laughs> <Yeah>. Phil, <laughs> Phil across the ocean. Flew first class, baby. <laughs> yeah, we want you to know that we love you, our listeners, and this podcast so much. We're we're podcasting on a nine hour time difference. Uh, with three with different the, zones. Three different time zones. Mornings and evenings. Here we go. We care so much. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we just like each other. <laughs> That's true, I think. <laughs> and I do promise next time I'll actually have soundproofing so I'm not in a uh <laughs> a European a, echo chamber. European <laughs> cathedral. Uh, that is that my ceiling attic. though. That ceiling though is really impressive. That it what is, is that? Yeah. Those, those angels touching? <laughs> They're flying buttresses as well. Got um, it. They look nice. Those, those are on the outside of the building. So. Yes. Uh, anywho, anywho, we're back, y'all. And uh, in honor of the Women's World Cup that is just about to kick off, we watched the 2002 Bend It Like Beckham Spo Spo with some <laughs> a little bit row. of row, a little awkward row. <laughs> spo yeah. awkward row. Fam Spo. Yeah. Fam Spo. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm so excited because on the pod this week to intro this film is a fabulously wonderful human, um, AP. And uh, I'm going to let them take it away. Take it away, AP. Bend it like Beckham. What a movie. I have seen this movie uh, many times over the years, and it has changed its uh, meaning in the different times that I've watched it. First, I'll start by saying that this is a non-Bollywood Indian movie, and that's very important because when I first watched it, there was a certain expectation, and then it turned out to be completely different. So it's about this young woman named Jess who is struggling with her cultural values. Her parents are very Indian and want her to abide by cultural norms like being a good housewife and getting married. But all Jess wants to do is play soccer. Now, why did I watch this movie? Well, my parents saw that there was an Indian movie coming out and it was a really big deal because there was an Indian representation in the western world so we had to watch it i also think they wanted me to take soccer seriously um and like that movie did not make me want to play soccer anymore so uh that didn't really work but definitely most importantly it had indian representation in there so i remember uh when my dad went to blockbuster uh, because it came out way back in the day and brought that movie home for us to watch but things got weird very fast. Um, so going back to the idea of how this is a non-Bollywood Indian movie, at the time, Bollywood movies were very, very PG. So kissing, 
any type of affection was uh, very taboo and uh, rarely seen. Um, I was a middle schooler at that time, so it was very weird for me to watch some of the mature scenes in the same room as my parents. Also, this came out in the pre-Gaga era when L'Egibitiquois was still very taboo and not uh, accepted. Um, We didn't even have marriage equality at that time. So it's very awkward to see some of the queer content uh, in front of my parents as well. Um, After watching the movie, we found out very fast that this was not your average Bollywood movie. It wasn't Bollywood at all. Um, and I, I think we just kind of like left it as is. Um, but as the years went on, this movie became kind of like a niche cult classic. I found friends who actually liked the movie. And now we bond over all of the silly things that like happen. Um, the things that were once cringy in front of my parents are now things that we all just laugh about. Some of my favorite moments uh, include, quote, even these mosquito bites will look like juicy, juicy mangoes. Uh, and then the second moment is when these old ladies in saris just kind of like look questioningly and say, lesbians? Uh, it was very funny. Um, now I appreciate this movie for all of the different themes it explored. Uh, first, it was interesting to see uh, Indian culture in the UK um, as an Indian American uh, it was interesting to see how uh, other Indians uh, act. Uh, it was also great to see some representation of queer culture. Again, it wasn't like a heavy sort of theme, but it was definitely in there. Um, and probably most importantly, um, it featured strong, independent women. All of the w- women were strong characters. They had their own convictions. They had their own journey. Um, and so that was very uh, interesting to watch and appreciate. Um, but absolutely not like last on the list is soccer. Throughout the years, soccer has always been on the back burner for me. Um, and like, I couldn't tell you anything about that whole plot point. Uh, did you know that Kira Knightley was in this film? Wild. Uh, that's an awesome intro I know right I was like that is the most beautiful report on this movie like truthfully like I'm like you hit on the themes you hit on personal identity related to you so good so good thank you AP for introing this film should we do our 2002 levels 2002 levels mine's quick Um, I play soccer but have never seen this movie (laughs) Um, so yeah played soccer since I was five uh, I am not Indian, whether British or American. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm coming in fairly blind other than having a soccer background. So uh, kick it will be my level. Kick it. Like kick the ball? I don't... Like kick um, the ball, yeah. Yeah, okay, kick it. Um, I'm, I'm going to make my level study abroad um, because this movie came out in April 2002 and I was studying abroad in Ireland at the time. Well, it came out in Europe in April 2002 and I was in studying abroad in Ireland at the time and I remember all the hype about this movie like there was a lot of hype about it a lot of conversation and of course Jonathan Reese vampire um Meyer is also Irish so 
that was like a big deal. And I, 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 I like had this like epiphany when I was watching it last night that I had seen this in Europe. I'd watched it in Ireland and, um, and I've definitely seen it met multiple times since then. So it's, it's quite familiar to me though. There were some things about it. I did not remember when I rewatched it. <laughs> I think I'll make my level Santa Clara. <laughs> Cause I so remember her saying that in the, Oh my God, in the backseat of the car. And then also I saw this movie, I guess I was playing tennis in college when this came out. So like it, it kind of hit that like women in sports and the different, the kind of the difference between Europe and the U S at the time, at least. And then this whole, um, yeah, kind of like AP said, women, women led, like comedy so i know that i saw it I, I i think i saw it in the theater but then i also i maybe owned it like i've seen it a, a decent amount of times but i've not seen it in a while so it was a really interesting rewatch to touch base with like how much i i really liked this movie when it came out and like i remember it meaning so much for women's sports at the time and then to revisit it was really interesting yeah it didn't even make any connection at all in my couchmate too that like women's professional soccer was not a thing at all in Europe, Europe at all, or just England? I don't know. Um, I think Europe at all, like really the U.S. has been sort of a trailblazer for it. And it's why they're so good and all the other countries have slowly started to catch up. Right. Yeah, and I never remembered seeing like Mia Hamm and Brandy Chastain. I didn't remember that. And oh, then I yeah. was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad. But then they... fun fact, I guess like eight weeks after this film premiered, the uh, pro women's professional soccer, like, bankrupt and folded because of funding and then it's been brought back but oh. that was kind of a big bummer <laughs> oh wow yeah. okay i didn't realize yeah. that um so we have um jess bamra is the uh, the lead who is parminder nagra mm -hmm. and of course we have kira knightley with the <laughs> underbite shin forward and kira knightley just surprise look on her face all the time open mouth just Huh? So much open mouth. Now, did you guys uh, read my couchmate helped me research the ages of these women? Did you do yeah. that too? Mm -hmm. I did. Yes, they're they have a ten year difference, correct? Right. And yeah, so so uh, Parminder was twenty seven, and old Kira Knightley was seventeen. She's just a teenager forever, I guess. Or well, she did sense, love actually. Love actually, maybe the same year, right? I mean, it was it was yeah. right after. I think um, so. This this is what I remember. This is where Keira Knightley came on my radar anyway. Like this is the first film I think I saw her in. But we should say that both actresses are supposed to be 17 in right. this this film. Right. Right. Possibly 18. I don't I didn't look yeah. up how old Jonathan Reese Vampire Meyer is. I call him that because he scares me. I know. Yeah. He's he's supposed to be in maybe his mid to late twenties. Um, should not like date a mids. 17 year old. Let's just say that yeah. at the beginning. Let's go ahead and I'm going to repeat that throughout yeah. this. Yeah, and then we'll repeat it as sort of a mantra <laughs> for the film. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> there was an article in The Guardian last year, I guess. Um, I think it was The Guardian, where it was it was the 20th anniversary of this film. And they were like, this reads differently. Should people even watch it? Only because of that 
that element. And I mean, I don't know, like I have to take a training multiple times a year about like sports, like just right. Let alone age difference, like the power dynamic and structure, but like this, this really is like the most appropriate. There were so many things. Yeah. Like him in the locker room while they're like changing him, like Uh, talking to their faces so closely, like he's going to slip a tongue in any moment. The movie leans in so hard to that love story that it's really hard to forget it. Like it's, that's a big, Big, big plot point in the film. I know. It's sort of like in the runner for my bummer for sure. Oh, yeah. It was like a movie that was great that didn't need to have these women fighting over yeah. a vampire soccer Which player. I guess it was the movie was sort of based on two soccer players' lives. And one of them, an Indian soccer player, actually had a relationship with their coach apparently and stuff like that. So yeah, it was, I guess, pulled yeah. from reality. But oh, yeah. Doesn't it's make, not that doesn't it make doesn't make it happen. Good. Yeah. Mm. Well, we we kick off this movie with a a fun sort of fantasy moment of Jess uh, imagining herself playing soccer alongside David Beckham Mm -hmm. um, with like some of the worst CGI I've seen. Uh, I don't remember that. I I don't remember this part either, yeah. I didn't remember it at all, and I didn't remember it looking bad. I probably would have been like, wow, that's fancy. Also, uniforms from the early 2000s, so blousey. Just so blousey. That is literally verbatim what my couchmate also said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and I also forgot, like, entirely about this, uh, like, plot about the sister getting married, like, a la 16 Candles. I I just, I knew there was a wedding, but I couldn't remember whose it was and then i was like our sister right and that has to be like the catalyst for everything in this film that's it is interesting the parallel with because because it also gives the parents yeah like this level of stress and like the the cultural expectations are heightened and yeah it's interesting well the sister's getting married but it is a it is a a love marriage which we learn versus an arranged marriage which is like a big conversation in the whole film they get it on because right (laughs) Philip walked away from his computer and then it said, sounded less echoey. <laughs> sounded better. It was so crazy. <laughs> sounded better. Far Go stand in that corner. <laughs> no. Well, um, yeah. Don't don't no, stand don't in don't, don't stand in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this that's a big sort. I think that's almost like the 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 foe of the film in some ways. We've been started fighting with. Yeah. So we get like shopping montages at the beginning. The sister going to get clothes and running into those like three women who are like flags. Oh my gosh, the Greek, mean? these like Greek chorus that's just always <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah. They're like, like the spice like, girls. Yeah. It's <laughs> just hanging out. Job? Like you guys are always around and you're always in the right place at the right time. The spice um, girls play heavily into this film. I will say like, well, like Victoria you, know, Beckham. You, have, you have posh spice, right? And then you have the song by sporty spice. Yes. Which of course it's sporty. And yes. then I guess like she, I don't, I wasn't familiar with the song that they wanted to do. It's a song that's in it, but she rewrote the lyrics, so yeah. it was appropriate for this movie because she wanted it to be in it so bad, which is interesting. I know. And then, of course, there's the line about like nobody, nobody wants sporty spice. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 mom, right, right. So, yeah, yeah. So, and speaking of that, mom, um, Kira Knightley's mom. I didn't write down that actress's name, but I think she's supposed to be like famous. She's like maybe yeah. British. Judy Dench. No, it wasn't Judy Dench. <laughs> Dame Judy Dench. No, I think it's Juliet Stevenson. Yeah, because like she got credited like and Juliet. Stevens. Well, and she was in. I mean, she was in like Mona Lisa Smile, I think. But I think oh. both her and Keira Knightley have been in like um oh my gosh, like Emily Dick or you know Pride and Prejudice was it Jane Austen movies and stuff. <laughs> <Emily> Dick- <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you just know. like went through like what if the women whole catalog writers? of like women that class you took in college yeah, it's glorious them, i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah and she's a she's a hoot in this movie wow she's she works in a bra store slash undergarment bathing suit store right. and she just really is obsessed with her daughter's breasts in a way that i find um overwhelming <laughs> And this, and before I kind of made the connection, when she came on the screen, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like the British Marsha Gay Harden. And then I, well, first of all, who, they, I guess they both were probably in Mona Lisa Smile, but it, this mm. this relationship really reminded me of the relationship that like Elliot Page and Marsha Gay Harden have in With It, if you've seen that movie. Yes, I have. But it's, it's a very minute. similar, like the whole, that family is very similar in, in, in it. Like the parent, the father, who's played by Daniel Stern. It's like a very similar dynamic mm. that's done, which is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, we also get to meet um, Tony, who is um, like Jess's bud. And he's, you know, sort of like a, a, seems like they're the ones destined to be married. Of course, we learn a little bit more about Tony later. Right. Um, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't not remember that either. Although I he did. just seems it's- very... Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, he seemed very like friend zoning, not like he put, but it was, they were just so very friend uh, vibes thrown out. So much so that I misremembered that he was her cousin. Like, I really thought they were related. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I did not remember the other plot point. Right. The other thing I'll just bring up right now is like, this movie is a little more like boring than I thought it was. It is long. <laughs> it's it so is long. long. How many scenes it's, are we going to have them like, playing soccer in the park and then playing so- like? The it's an hour thing, and fifty minutes, which is the, long. It's too long. It's too long. And then the other thing I'll say is like I so it. Um, I mean, maybe I'll say it for a bummer. I'll just spoil my bummer. But uh, I really thought we got to know the team better. We don't know Same. any other woman's name on that whole team. It's wild. And a lot of them, I think, were players, which is kind of obvious. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they don't really get many lines. But it's just like yeah. I really kind of thought that it would be more of like League of Their Own. And it was like, oh, no, this is just these two women and their family. Only forwards matter, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Well, we learned that, like, we and we learned through other people's gaze, like, the, about the captain's chest. They talk about her chest at one point, like the guys in the audience do. Oh, and yeah. then the uh, one of the other women that's, like, clearly a soccer player, and they're like, and you like to sleep around. And she's like, yes, I do. Like, she has, like, oh, one line. Oh, right. And, you know I mean? and, then, and then Kira Knightley's inexplicable face at that. Like, oh. <gasps> like oh. it was delayed. It was, it was too... Yeah. It was too much, and it was delayed. The editing was weird. Her face is her open. Yeah, you already said it. She can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we see, okay, so Jess, we see that she's interested in soccer, and she's playing with the boys, um, and Keira Knightley is just open mouth gaping, staring at, at that, because she just can't believe what's happening. Oh, my gosh. She's like, never seen nice. her before. Um, I'd love to just give a shout out to like wherever they live, which I think is very beautiful. And I love mm-hmm. that. I guess it's a duplex that the family lives in. It looks huge on the outside. Um, and then you get inside and it's a little smaller. The living room is like, or maybe it's just full of people all the time. I don't know. But I just think it's so pretty. I remember when I watched that, I was like, God, they have that beautiful park in front of their house. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also do live under the airport path, which is yeah. <laughs> very familiar to me. Oh, I bet. Um, uh, yeah. It felt very comforting to watch the airplanes like land over their house. I was like, oh, like my house. <laughs> so nice. 
Um, so let's see. We have this kind of like pre-wedding party at their house. And I do like this moment where like a cell phone rings and all the everybody reaches for their cell phone because it's like, is it just the time when everybody yeah, like I think it's first new. got I a think, cell phone yes. and you're like, oh, it's it's for me. But it was like for it the fiance. Was it also like the generic ring or there might have yeah. been, there might be some sort of cultural thing with that specific ring that I don't get. I don't know. I think it's like you a know. European, that like the one that Laura Linney had. It wasn't quite that, but that like, that was a pretty yeah. ubiquitous ring. Yeah. Vodafone or whatever. Yeah. And everybody. And like, again, in 2002, that was the first cell phone that I had was actually when I was studying abroad and I was using it mostly to text, which felt very new. It was like, holy crap, wait till I get back to the US and everybody's going to learn about this texting thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So, I also I also yeah. think it was meant to juxtapose like this holding on to traditions and culture versus like, what will you let go? And like every single person in the house has this like new technology. I think it's, you know what I mean? I think it's kind of just mm -hmm. be a timestamp for us. Yeah. 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 I appreciated that. Also that like, there are certain things that people will really willingly let go and then very cling on to other things in, in every culture. Right. So it's like just trying to be more into sports and things like that. It's like, how dare you? Or it's like, but yeah, you guys are, you guys are letting up on other things. It's just, right. exactly. You know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Jess, um, plays soccer speaking, speaking again. Speaking of airplanes. <laughs> Do you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had closed No, you're door. fine. You're fine. Yeah. It's there they are. The, I know. Yeah. There they are. There's actually going to be more of them if I'm podcasting during the day. Oh, and yeah. In the night. True. Um, so Jess plays soccer again. And um, those chorus ladies are back to like gawk over all the shirtless. There was like this whole thing where it was like, who's that one guy? He's, he's, he's so cute. And it's like, what's the point I of that? Know. Like, I didn't know which person they're talking about either. They I were know. all shirtless men yeah. and I didn't know which one. They had the camera on like okay. him for just a second longer. Okay. But yeah. either way, it was like that could have been cut because it went nowhere. We didn't right. need it. It didn't move the story forward. It was just like too much talking. Um, I guess to establish that those girls like shirtless men. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> assumed that, I guess. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Jess gets invited to join the summer, what is it? Competition league, summer tournament Soccer league. tryouts. Well, this is very much the, the woman who wrote this movie knew nothing about soccer and it sort of comes through in parts of this that it's very sort of glee focused in that there's always mm, regionals yes, yeah there's, there's always this tournament that they're going towards <laughs> yeah and it's always like this next you can't quit now we've got regionals you know right. and yeah. it's just like this amorphous thing that's not real there's not like a season it, or a league i don't know it is very confusing and i mean like there's a sense that there's not a lot of women's soccer in this area mm -hmm. but then it's also like jess is like i didn't even know there was a women's team but like this team is getting covered by the paper daily <laughs> there are daily <laughs> photos of what's happening at these like regional tournaments and then like they're also flying to different yeah. countries to compete so i know kira knightley scoffs it off as like serious we're not serious but it's like but like you're all boarding a flight so that's yeah. pretty intense. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I know. I'm like, who raised the money for that? Who's paying for that? <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> and she gets invited to like try out, but it's very clear that like everybody's already been there. I mean, she kind of mentions that. She's like, yeah, we we could use some fresh blood. Um, and it's like, but yeah, but like you didn't really talk about it with the coach. Now it's she's unclear the only who's one... running the team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. She's the only one uh, without a uniform on. She doesn't have cleats. It's like, I know. This, this is not fair. This is not very nice. I mean, yeah. I guess she's trying to be nice, but it's like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and the coach is just like supremely annoyed, like so annoyed, over the top uh, annoyed that she would even like consider showing up. This, yeah. this, ugh. God. This guy, he's, <laughs> I know. I, and once again, I've never seen this movie and I, I've seen some different things that he's been in and he always plays sort of an ass. So yeah. like my, so whiny. Once, once I saw his face, I already wanted to like punch it. And so <laughs> I was not a <laughs> unbiased juror when yeah. I'm dealing with him, but uh, his actions during the movie definitely did not help him. On a scale of one to 10, what's his uh, face punch ability? A hundred. Like, <laughs> that's, that's not how the scale works. Yeah. I would oh, say. Sorry, I didn't. I, I'm unfamiliar with the face punch ability scale. And I just. I mean, it, Sometimes you can say a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> You're just punching through his face. I would say like it's an eight. It's eight out of ten. Put, so, he's eight just out so of ten. Whiny. Maybe nine. Eight, eight or nine out of ten. He's yeah, so it's petulant. High. It's very high. Yeah, he's not. It's not good. But then he sees her like kick the ball once and he's like, okay. Pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, not they don't debate. It's only 30 seconds to win him over. And but, yeah. might date later. So <laughs> I, I know. Ish. He says yeah. it. Okay. We'll get to it. But um, yeah. So we also like, why are the moms are such, it's such a sad thing that the moms are so mean in this movie because <laughs> like here Knightley's dad is like supportive of her learning soccer oh, yeah, totally. and so is Jess's dad at least a little bit until he yeah, kind of gets bullied out of it um and we kind of get to see those relationships happening I kept thinking her dad though was the guy that was the like uh assistant to the I feel it in my fingers but it wasn't him oh yeah it, it kind of oh. looked like him Do you know what yeah, I'm saying he he, I did recognize him from uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He plays like a really bad gangster guy, mm. and so it it was sort of cool seeing him play this nice dad figure. Um, oh, that's yeah. nice. That's good. That's good. Um, that's good. That's good. Um, let's see. Yeah, this this was in the runner for my bummer, where where like Jess gets her new uniform and she's like, "Oh, do I have to wear these shorts?" And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> It's just kind of like yeah, you didn't yeah. ask her if it was like cultural yeah, or right, right, right. it was just like no get your legs out girl i mean and i, I mean i understand he gets it but like he's irish right yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah. I... it's all the same it's all of it being an indian woman is the same as being an irish man <laughs> i when he said that i was like wow who wrote <laughs> but who wrote uh, that well he ad-libbed it um, he did Yes. Oh, I didn't oh know even that. worse. And the writer and director loved it. Um, yeah, it was <laughs> not in the original script. And yeah, it was just like, oh, that's I perfect. I want to be clear to that I'm not trying to downplay that no, tension sure. or experience at all. It's yeah. just an interesting equa- equation. Like, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's just not quite the same. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what it is. Um, well, I was reading with the shorts that I guess um, Perminder Nagra thought she might not get the part because of the scar on her leg, because that's her scar. Um, and then it ended up being this kind of whole plot point, which is interesting. They kind of like built that's throat. that's a cool sort of yeah. sot, like impromptu plot point, less so than the I'm Irish, so you know I get your point. Yeah. My man, my man high five. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, then we, we have a few montages. Uh, we get the She's a Lady uh, warm-up montage. I yeah. love this song. Love this song. She's a lady. Um, I don't know much more to say about that other than we're watching them play soccer and warming up. Do you guys have any soccer critiques? I wasn't paying attention I to wouldn't. technique. <laughs> the the main thing is like they did a bunch of training, um, Paminder, oh, yeah. Nagra, and Keir Knightley, and they they both like showed some good moves. I, I could never completely catch when they brought in like a uh, leg double and stuff, but there was a long shot of Parminder where it looked like she was doing really well. Later in the movie, they just chop up all the soccer scenes. So you yeah. can't tell what in the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably, and Phil, you, you would critique this. I am not here to uh, be the soccer expert, but I, I think this probably partly helped where you have two actresses and then a full team of like wi- professional women playing. So yeah. you don't have to chop it up as much. But I actually do remember watching this movie and thinking, because I don't know soccer as much, it might be that that I was impressed by. But I also compared to when you watch a tennis, like somebody, an actress that doesn't or an actor that doesn't play tennis and then ha- trying to make them look like they do it. It's either really, really hard to do or they or it's just never done right. But it yeah. this movie at least fooled me, but I'm not an expert. But tennis almost never does. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe have well, like you know, we just with soccer. There was nothing in it. And I can usually tell like these people have no idea how to kick right. the ball. Like they they can. They definitely they they can. It's really hard to shoot soccer. Like even if you look at Ted Lasso, it looks like everyone's running so slow. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they have some people that were really good at soccer that were in it but it just it never comes off because it's like the amount of like setup and getting people to hit their marks it's it's impossible that's interesting yeah i mean you i think i mentioned we did we developed a new musical about billy jean king oh yeah musical play (laughs) and uh there was was, there was no tennis i wish it was a musical too um nobody played tennis so, you know, I think tennis on yeah. stage, when you're trying to be somebody that's that iconic, is very, very yeah. challenging. Tennis is just harder to cut away from, I think, because yeah. it's just one person. So you can't, it's harder to do camera tricks, is my guess. With soccer, yeah. you can have them kick it and you just make it look like it went in the goal. Right. Yeah. And you celebrate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the storytelling. You fly like a bird. oh my god oh i don't know why that's that's when he's a hundred percent punchable in his face that's the hundred scale it feels so it feels like jess can't she's just like a series of incidents in which her parents are just consistently disappointed in her um they just pile on so she's playing soccer with the boys first of all they're so mean to her about having a burn on her leg in a way that is disgusting it's like the mat the boys i mean yeah. i didn't catch it oh yeah they were just like did you see it phil they were just like teasing yeah. her relentlessly and like being so rude like her friends in the park yeah yeah the dude, oh the i missed friends. i think they wanted to make it like they're really chummy and like oh they're so know, cool that they can teach but her about it, that like it does not work it just no. looks like they don't really like her and they allow her to be here because they can't 
let her not be because she's better than them. And right. so, yeah, I don't it know. Just, it was weird. Um, but then like one of them, and of course picks her up without permission and is like touching her legs and things. And the mom happens to come by and see it. Um, and so it's like, Ugh, like there's there's one thing that happened yeah, there's a constant misunderstanding <laughs> Just, that's yeah. what it is Maybe. it's a constant a constant misunderstanding um although i do think that is a commentary on like small tight-knit communities and like the gossip chain yeah like, the gossip network mm-hmm. but it is it is used a lot like just a yes. constant like seeing somebody from the back it's like this constant shakespearean <laughs> like <laughs> plot device i do like making kira knightley into a boy that's a constantly short hair Kira <laughs> 12th nightly <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay so let's you know then it's like Jess is like, I can't play. And Kira Knightley's, you can play. Pretend you have a job. I'll get you a... But then, like, does she get a job? I don't know. She's like, I'll get you a no, job. No, she just pretends to get her job. And then later on, she's, like, shitting on her for doing this lie about pretending to have a job. <laughs> and it was like, was it was your idea, idea Jules. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, Jules. Um, then we get another montage. We get the move on up montage. And now we actually see a game. Um, and they're practicing. And we kind of see, like you know what's been happening in their lives like jules dad puts in a new goal thing in the backyard and i don't know just practices bouncing vegetables on her legs at home oh my uh, God. and we also get the scene where the coach decides it's a good idea to wrestle with two of his players yeah it's so weird it's no, so thank weird you. man it it's nothing about that works um yeah, yeah. also phil I, i'm curious of your opinion on the coach at one point says um that he he he, we get this whole relationship with the coach's father that's like a little like off screen and like i think fairly uninteresting but fine like he's you know like they're kind of comparing the relationship with their parents and his father be so disappointed that he's coaching a girls team and all of this but he does say that like people thought he was too small to play soccer um he was like too slight to play but he kept on at it like is that a thing like are people too oh. small to play soccer <laughs> for, for so certain kept pos- out of it for maybe goalie positions, yeah some right? de- defense but like no like it's slight like... would you have to be you'd have to have bird bones to like <laughs> not he, he might have had bird you don't know bones. he had avian bird, bird bones had avian bird syndrome he, he had that weird knee so that could have been all all bird bones right in the knee that's you know? true bird bones true. <laughs> oh my bones my bone. my bird bones <laughs> Um, yeah, let's see. Jess, Jess's sister finds out she's not really working because she went to go pick her up, but she wasn't there at her job. And she covers for her. So that's Is that nice. Jess's fault? Like, did Jess tell her to pick her up at work and she was No, there? the parents, I think the mother was like, go get, Je- go get your sister. And she's like, fine. Because like, she's making out at the airport in the car. Right. So it's like this. Yeah. They're both. But- okay. I also feel that sister was probably insanely late and was probably like feeling yeah. bad about it. And then she was like, score, she's faking it. Cause I was eight yeah. hours late to pick totally, her up. Totally. You know? Totally. <laughs> um, they, they get measured for new saris for the wedding. Um, this is where we get AP's juicy, juicy mango moments. Yeah. Again, very obsessed with everybody's breasts in this movie. Um, and then Jess lies to her mom and says she's going to buy new shoes for her. Sorry, but she goes on a shopping spree with Kara Knightley and buys cleats. 
for boots. There's like a whole like 20 minutes of them just like sitting in a restaurant staring at those shoes. And I'm like, this could have been gut. <laughs> I know. It is interesting. And yeah. So then she gets caught because she comes back. And of course, they want to see what she bought. But like this to me is such bad planning. Like her parents yeah. fall for shit a lot. And Jess yeah. does not do anything. She does not cover up her tracks better. Like at the end of the movie, Annie's like, this is the eighth time she's tricked them. Why do they keep on <laughs> leaving like, the, the cleats in the bush and get them later? Yeah. And get in- Kira Knightley's shoes. Like if you know you're lying, like she had this plan, like borrow shoes from Kira Knightley straight away and then say they're there. You know, like, yeah. anyway. It's not I mean, the, even the bush she's using to hide all her shit is like immediately out the front door. Like, if they were to ever look out their front window, they would see her like rustling well, around. They this do because the dad looks out there and sees creepy Jonathan Reese Myers in the yard, and right. also they like are in that bush hanging and taking down lights every five minutes. So because they they represent the wedding, um. So yeah, like she's in trouble, um, ugh, and then Jess gets in trouble at practice for talking and this i hated this whole scene <laughs> she runs she has to run and then but she's like got a busted ankle oh, yeah and he there's this whole scene where it's like again 20 minutes of close-ups on her feet while he like takes her sock and shoe off yeah i guess you're supposed to be like oh he's touching me but also that's not appropriate that's your coach and- Later, they show that they the team actually has a trainer, so there's <laughs> someone else that could be doing all of this. Also, I, I want to say it from my soccer point, they're getting ready for the regional tournament or whatever, and to do this, they're doing 100% calisthenics, sit-ups, you know, running, know. like, lap. Like, that's the worst thing to... It's good to get training, but like right before a tournament, you should not be doing this. You should that already should all be, be done. Totally. Yeah. 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 Is this where we see them watch the tape um, like that Bridget was talking about in Kira Knightley's bedroom? Like, is this where we get like the insight into the women's professional soccer league? Because she puts in Kira Knightley puts in yes. this tape in her bedroom. And I'm like, what is she watching? This is like a best <laughs> of clip. Best of real. Could you imagine watching it? <laughs> like, it's like, what? Like, oh my God. Like, how like out of it would you have to be to watch this reel? It's like, and Mia scores. And here comes Brandy Chastain. We all remember Brandy Chastain, right? She's there too. Oh, women's soccer in the America. America has women's soccer. Click. It sounds like that clip from a league of their own. It does. Like, Betty Spaghetti. Exactly. He's a looker. <laughs> and Milo, what a hitter. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what a team. I think, yeah. I don't know. I'm getting I don't there's something about Kira Knightley in this movie and like her her gaze and the way that she looks at things. I don't know. She's so she gives she's me intense. A, she's intense. She gives me which of course she has yeah. a VHS reel of soccer players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah then the girls like the mom comes in and she's being super awkward and the girls just like are on the street at the bus stop just loling so hard it's like 20 minutes later this happened i don't get it when they fought it was like they get off the van and jess is like wait (laughs) wait (laughs) like you've been on a plane a bus yeah a boat yeah like a a whole journey wait uh, Jules, wait, I, I mean, maybe to tell you something about that. Oh, eight right. Hours. Yeah. It's like, you, yeah. you were with her. You probably sat next to her. Oh, my God. And suddenly she's getting off the thing, and you're like, oh, just, just wait. 
I thought about that too. I thought about that. I'm like, maybe like she's waiting for them to be alone and they haven't been, but it's like so ridiculous. Yeah, like getting and off. And like, run, run after her. How yeah. about that? Like she's sure. right there just because she's off they camera. Just, they just couldn't afford an interior for a plane for filming. I guess so. Oh my God. Yeah, oh my it was God. just that bus. But yeah, so they're cracking up at like kind of nothing. The mother was just like a mom. Like yeah. she really didn't. She was the mother was being like culturally insensitive, I suppose. Yeah. Um. It was it was embarrassing. Right, because she was like asking about her, about her name and things like that. Right, and then I think it was when she assumed I don't know where she thought Jules knew her from, but then when she learned she played <laughs> soccer, she's like, oh no. Right. She's like, are and you then from that's work or school? Soccer. And they can't even, they're laughing so hard. They have to embrace. And that's where well, so they don't fall over the back. Yeah. Right. Well, you have to also remember that these girls are like 16 and 17 year old yeah. children. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's all remember that they are children. Yeah. Yes. Jonathan Reese Myers. I know. I know. So looking then at you, Pinky, the sister's uh, fiance's parents see them from behind. And I really thought that they were going to see, I thought they assumed that they were like, like lesbian that's and, what i thought too but then the twist is they thought Kira knightley is a boy from <laughs> a white back. boy a white boy yes which is that's the, the bigger problem. thing and that's I can't the remember, problem there is a phrase they use a, a lot and it's essentially gentile like i can't you know i can't remember it but i think yeah. it means like i assume it means non-indian yeah um, or white white mm-hmm. um and so now the engagement is off because she's brought shame that um, is that's, it's a it's a wild move that I need to know, like, is that real or is that just like a big overreaction? Like, they're like, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to ask her what happened. We're just going to make assumptions that she was making out at the bus stop with a boy. Well, but there was a throwaway line that the dad said is that they were they were waiting for an excuse to call off this wedding. So it didn't matter what it Mm, was. They wanted out. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I got the feeling and I kind of looked it up later, like the mother, I love the actress that plays the mother. And I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything else, but I just really like her. Yeah. Um, But I feel like she also is dressed like, like one of those parents from like, you can't do that on television where it's like, <laughs> I know this woman is not 60 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like she's, I, yeah. I think she is so beautiful and they're yeah. kind of downplaying it in an yeah. interesting way throughout the movie. So anyway. Yeah, they definitely make her look more like dowdy. Yeah, they're just yeah. their choice, like styling choices and the glasses they give her. Is yeah, like, those I think big they're glasses. like, let's not, you know, she's 37. And <laughs> for Minda Nagra is 27. 27. Yeah, yeah. Um, the sister gets um, very upset um, and she's this something is- mean to her sister. I, f- I forgot what it was, but this is definitely where I had the sister is the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. She well, she, she definitely her, then she outs pivots. her as like being on the team. Yeah. Right? Isn't that when this happens? Yeah. Yeah. She's like a helpful herder. She she goes back and forth. She's confused. She doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. Um, and so that's you know, that's upsetting. Um, then you know, Joe shows up at the house uninvited, which she should never have done because it's like Oy. nobody wanted you to come over there. Um to a player's house, like yikes. Yeah, and he's like, she, you know what? You should let her play soccer. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> and also let her have a sexual relationship with me. Um, yeah. yeah. 
and also, also tell ahead. a sorry i was gonna say and also tell a child just like ignore your parents they he says like and your parents don't know what's best for you and it's like that you could get in some big trouble with that yeah. with your underage soccer underage, team yeah yeah i think the and, film it's it's interesting because like they don't really treat these girls like they're 17 it's almost like they're post high school but yeah and i think some of the Sarah stuff Knightley the girl- might be 18 sorry yeah. she was drinking a beer in one scene and like I it might have... be 18. I, yeah. I think it's because Joe is giving them booze. Oh, oh God. <laughs> no. Well, she's not doing heroin it, in that it was one scene, the but scene. she's probably 18 years old. It was the scene when they were staring at the cleats for too long and they were by themselves at a mm. bar. She had a oh, beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. No, I was saying that I think some of the stuff that like Joe's character or like Jonathan Rice, Reese Meyers' character is doing he could get away with if he wasn't also in like the pseudo relationship with two players yeah. and then it it just it right. disallows anything he could possibly be saying about like listening to your parents or you yeah. know like, right keep a secret from of... them it's like no you blow yeah, it because you're it. trying to sleep with your players i mean this whole movie Um, i was just thinking about this like safe sport like training that we do and it's just this movie could be like a psa for like a sport like a power dynamic and just essentially like sports abuse it's it's kind of wild the tactics is it appropriate to show up at a player's home and tell them to ignore what their parents say and tell them to keep a secret (laughs) no like never anyway yeah and then they come up with the worst plan of all which is to send her to another country and the sister is going to cover and say they're at a cousin's house and it's like of course your parents are going to know how to get in touch with your cousin that's what the whole the sneaking it's like they are just lucy with the football with this it's like (laughs) uh can i have some money to buy uh a dress (laughs) okay sure (laughs) i really wanted to make chapati this weekend can i have some money to buy flour god (laughs) always you know they're just falling for it uh but of course the dad sees the picture of the team in the newspaper which doesn't say like your child went on this trip it just says like they're they were invited to go they're in the, the finals they're right the finals. yeah because the picture's not from unless it's like really live reporting <laughs> i <laughs> like think they sent the a sport reporter with them to germany um <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> what newspaper is this oh my gosh uh, then they give jess a glow up makeover where they're like oh you're a woman underneath that uh kit um oh my gosh and this is so the age of going out tops you know oh it's yeah like jeans and a going Kira out knightley's top. going out oh bandana. yeah <laughs> what's holding it there like nothing there's some right? strings yeah no there's but some strings on the front, in the back do you think nothing. it's taped on the front no how she, uncomfortable i mean if she cares about people seeing her nipples which maybe she, she doesn't does not. but like but, but she has to her walk. boobs are not very big so no, but i'm just saying like it doesn't allow for a lot of like freedom of movement <laughs> it would just be going who can, why wear a scarf if why? your boobs are that small though they're not moving around a lot but that that scarf <laughs> is, that bandana is it did so yeah. like That's i don't true. know Anyway, it's That's it's true. a wild. I remember that actually. Oh, I, I remember like, that top is those wild. Tops, yeah, those tops were very popular. Um, 
But then also, so then, yeah, Jonathan Reese Myers buys them all alcohol, dances in, a, in an uncomfortable throat. He shouldn't be dancing with them. He shouldn't be at a club with them. He yeah. shouldn't be talking to her while she's so drunk and then like leaning in for a kiss while she's clearly intoxicated. Yeah. Nope. Just, yep. That's correct. It's, ugh, <laughs> it's not ugh, good. Ugh. None, of, none of it is good, y'all. <laughs> um... Oh, and of course, Keira Knightley sees that and says, you bitch. You bitch. <laughs> you bitch. And I think you like we're bitch. supposed to feel it. Like, I really don't like when women call other women bitches. It's I like, know. Cool. I don't either. And um, I'm like, come on. Why? So this movie that was supposed to be about like, you know, women empowerment, I, women empowerment is now about them fighting over an older man. A guy. Yeah. Should like, not fight over. I know. Actually, I was thinking that it's like, is it possible that this movie doesn't pass the Bechdel test? And it does, but it should pass it a lot easier than it does. Like there's a lot of the insertion of this plot point really takes it away from yeah. like women in sports or women like cultural bear like obstacles or you know any of that so ugh. and i will say that when i brought up what movie we were watching this week nora was super jazzed she's like i fucking love this movie and yeah. but she remembered it that they sort of tell told the coach to f off and and right. like never had this like fight it was just uh-huh. always like them that, like we don't need to be in a love triangle with him what yeah, get away. We're playing soccer. Nora and like her, her brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember I just reinserted that. Bechdel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I and I I also I feel like I remembered it similarly and and well, I remembered it more like League of Their Own. I I've just forgot about this romance. Yeah. And I if you guys remember from League of Their Own, like there was a scene that the studio really wanted to force with between Tom Hanks and Gina Davis, yeah. like and have them hook up. And yeah. they cut it. Like that scene exists. And I suggest not watching it because it's upsetting. <laughs> I don't want to like, watch that. They cut it and I feel like this movie, it's almost like this movie is the the plan B. Like there should have been a movie that mm-hmm. existed without that. Um, That's so upsetting because Gina Davis loved her husband so much. I think the studio just wanted to force this like romance Ugh, as a major ick. plot point. Yeah, exactly. And he was gross. Yeah. Jimmy Dugan. Um, so yeah, this is where we, we get back to London and the parents are waiting. I don't know how they knew to wait there bum, bum, and for bum. how long they were waiting. But they were waiting. Um, well, doesn't the dad work at the airport? So he probably yeah. has some ins. <laughs> I know. know. Yeah, he does. Both the dad and the sister well, work at the airport. And they also, they don't really follow up. It's a little confusing, the editing. But she, he, he sees them in the paper. And then he's like, wait, call them back. Like, call the house that they're at or whatever. So, like, yeah. it's implied that they've, they've known, like, the whole weekend. And then, yeah, they go. Yeah. Yeah. To pick them up. And we kind of have another pretty in pink moment where, like, where it's like, um, Maybe it's like dirty dancing where you have like the older sister and the younger sister and Jess is like, how do you know that your husband's the one? How do you know? It's like, you're like, now I've yeah. lost her. Now she's out. She's just It's too- so funny because I remember watching this and when I was like, I guess like 19, I don't know. And being like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And now I'm like, this girl doesn't know shit. Like, <laughs> Pinky, she doesn't, she doesn't know anything. She's not in love. This is like wild. This is like airport makeout stuff. And she's going to marry this boy. Like, are we all, it felt more, it, it, it's funny. It felt more like the pretty in pink situation or no, sorry, 16 candles situation where it's like this like wild romance with this like crazy sister. Even though yeah. I like Pinky, I like the character, but the romance part is like, I think this is doom for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So 
Joe, Joe kind of gets like a, he doesn't take it, but he gets offered the job to coach the men's team. Um, there's so many notes still for this movie. It's like, it's it just goes on and happens. on. And that's a very, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I guess, I guess at the end, the coach them thing <laughs> yeah. ends up being a very league of their own. Thing. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, I'm going to stay with the girls. Stay. I told him I got a job. <laughs> Yeah, we I'm gonna know make why this my life. Yeah, it's a volunteer position. <laughs> date, it's got its perks. Is that? Yeah, he, uh, that is that is yeah. So Jess goes to see Kira Knightley, and she's so chin out mad, and uh, the mom overhears them fighting and thinks they're breaking up because she thinks uh, her daughter is a lesbian, and that's that's upsetting her. Um, yeah, she's which, like she's like she's, inconsolable. Yeah, she's very upset. Um, and then, like, Jess is with Tony, and she's like, oh, I nearly kissed the coach, and, like, maybe we should be together. And he's just like, yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> like, you don't know. And it's like, oh, plot twist, Tony, okay. And this is where we get the, the movie title, Bend It Like Beckham. There, like, there was one time close oh, earlier they where said they said it earlier. Bend the ball like Beckham. Bend yeah. the ball um, like Beckham. Yeah, And I almost like drank, Beckham. and then... They said it here. I was like, yeah, yeah. like, Beckham. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. David Beckham. It's interesting how he plays a role in this movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, so then the old Ferris Bueller just pretends to be sick uh, so she can go and play soccer while her family leaves. Yeah. And the dad comes back because he forgot something. And he realizes she's not there. And then how does he know to go to he he's just like secretly following the team on the underground, basically. Yeah. It's in the paper, you know. It's in the papers. This is it's very... on the radio. I know. Tension, tension, tension. Ladies <laughs> girls team playing at the stadium. And go there now. And it's very like girls just want to have fun, if you all remember, or a lot of other ones where the parent like goes storming in and then they're like, Wait, she's talented. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. They're having fun, you know, like <laughs> How unimaginative does somebody have to be to not understand that like somebody would be enjoying the hobby that they're like lying to you about? So, right. Anyway. Right. Um, great. So they have the match and, um, I, you know, I want to give a shout out to Tony now because I think he's like, uh, once he kind of came out to Jess, he's feeling more himself because now he has these like fashion glasses on. Yeah, it's um, true. Unless they're just very 2002, but he has like new fashion yellow glasses on. No, it feels like the movie, once they reveal that about the character, they're like, and gay. And yeah. you're gay now. Totally. For the rest of the movie. Um, which I was like, okay, Tony. Now and he also like stands up for her because the other thing, the other bummer though, is that like these guys, her weird friends, not yeah. friends, yeah, come and just get to heckle these women. I know. And then there's yeah. like no consequence. Like again, I'm sorry to draw another parallel with a league of their own, but at least like Ellen Sue threw a baseball at that guy yeah. and knocked him <laughs> off the stands. These guys just get to sing whatever they want. Yeah. I didn't realize that Louis was even in this room. <laughs> sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, what's he and doing? I didn't hear him shaking on a, a side note there's like weird music and i don't know if y'all picked up on this that uh, it sounds like a jbl speaker booting up um those little like <laughs> oh small, like yes i don't think i picked little? up on it i did hear that yeah i did hear that because i was thought something was happening in my house during that moment as well yes it's like a bluetooth boop. connection sound yeah boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just it weirded me out and it was just like what i i heard it as well i heard that as well yeah anyways yeah during this game there's no music well there's that sound 
<laughs> like drums. Why it's so weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's very weird. But Jess gets kicked out of the game because somebody insults her, um, and she pushes that person and gets in trouble. Yeah, she, which is kind of rough. Yes. Go on. Yes, go on. I was just gonna say she pulls a Zidane Zidane and just sort of like attacks the person. Um, yeah, and gets red carded. Yeah, but like I gotta say, like I know, I mean, the insult is like really terrible and of course the other person started it but jess correct me if i'm wrong like jess brought the physicality right yeah. like it was worse. She, she should have gotten a red card yeah, yeah i know i know it's interesting and then the coach yells at her in front of the coach does like the most amazing like yelling at her face and then he's like all right everyone this was amazing what a day what a day right he just goes from like yelling at her to like and then it's a total like 180 for everybody else and then she storms off i will say perminder um nagra has to cry so much in this movie yeah. and she does a wonderful job like it's not like it doesn't seem like fake crying it seems like emotional crying that she kind of can't help yeah um but right like that was kind of my question it's like but she should have got a red card like i don't know why she is mad at him because because it's a bummer that like you couldn't control your emotions enough like w- being called names i mean it's terrible that they yeah. were right no no harassing yeah. her yeah yeah, anyway, yeah. But he understands because he's irish <laughs> that's the part i think that's <laughs> what he said that, right yeah jess i'm irish yeah. of course i understand irish i'm irish, I'm irish. of course i understand your plight. i'm irish <laughs> um but then the dad sees her hugging the coach and he's like what 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 um but it doesn't matter because the in-laws come back to repair the relationship because the son is too sad uh, <laughs> they seem to be pretty wealthy the in-laws is that what we're supposed to understand are we supposed and like yeah okay because like yeah. they have a very fancy car um i think, they have like I think a that's the whole comment of like oh they were looking for an excuse got it got like it they weren't good enough okay um and then of course the wedding gets scheduled for the 25th which is the day of the tournament finals Zutalor! oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then jess cries for an hour while she scrubs her cleats which looks like they were buried at the bottom of an ocean yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> what she are your cleats them. so caked she got them from a museum <laughs> yeah she's like now i have to clean these <laughs> they're so dirty oh uh, and um let's see. i did like they have, we have we have kind of like everybody making the food for the wedding i mean it's a cool like yeah, um the cup i got i got to go to india and go to a wedding and it was like I don't know it was really it was awesome how much it is just like everybody like how many people are there first of all at least in it's, my experience i yeah. like that part of it too i wish there was almost just like more of that like yeah. the cooking and the the samosa making they had like a big samosa making party which i feel like is how you should do it for like i'm a big i don't know i'm i love a potluck wedding wait are you <laughs> proposing to annie again <laughs> once again annie if you'd like to get married in calcutta or london or what have you listen to a podcast all the way listen through to a one, and... listen to one podcast <laughs> oh my god um yeah like here nightly learns that the scout is coming so then she tries to go back and talk to jess and tells her like skip the wedding this is more important you gotta come to finals yeah um and then Keira Knightley's mom has a come around with soccer over condiments um, where she learns how to play soccer via like ketchup and mustard. Yeah, she's getting taught the offside rule, but it's like 
the offside rule is all about exceptions. There's not just like, there's the basic that anyways, it's more complicated. <laughs> Philip starts moving condiments around on his zoom screen. God damn it. It's <laughs> much more. This, with um, this woman too. I feel like you should start with like when the ball goes in the net, it's a point. Like she yeah. started with like a tricky rule. Um, I can't read my note. Jess gets good scores. Parents happy. She can be. I don't know what that means. But she's a lawyer. She's going to be a lawyer. I guess. <gasps> That's she what got it was. In. She got they put good the. Scores. You know, they have. I think he's like who founded like Sheikism. Like it's like a famous Sikh that is like they yeah. have a picture of him oh, in their the house picture. and they're praying. It's funny. It wouldn't occur to me to pray against before op- opening an envelope i guess that makes sense mm-hmm. but you can see that like jess is just waiting while her mother like prays over this because well, the answers aren't going to change what's written in the envelope but yeah. you don't know right i was just interesting i haven't seen people do that but um yeah so then she gets in um to be like i think it's law school well they say like you're with these scores you could be a barrister or oh. a, or go to like you could be a doctor oh i see okay it's it. like she basically got into university yeah and it's like her scores or whatever yeah yeah, exactly um and then i mean my next notes are about the wedding yeah yeah i mean the the gist is there's the wedding and then she realizes she can go halfway through well right because they have like joe comes and he creeps and stares the window while they're having the like night before the wedding party and tells the dad like there's a scout coming joe you gotta let your daughter come this is her chance to go to santa clara Santa Clara. <laughs> but yeah, basically they like tell her like, all I remember about this wedding is them being like in a hallway off the wedding, which they were quite a bit. Um, but then, well, they, then like, there's like the fight with the cameraman and like, I guess um, the director had gotten a lot of her like family and friends to be kind of just like having a party. Yeah. Um, so there is a lot of, and she's in it too. There's some, there's some scenes where you can tell like where she's in it. Two scenes, um, yeah. Yeah, which is fun. And then I guess I was reading like there was one of the valets like had or was he a taxi driver like had no idea that the chauffeur, was, yeah, a chauffeur had no idea it was a movie set. He just thought it was a really fancy wedding that had a lot of like cameras. And then I think one of his friends told him he was in the movie. <laughs> seems oh, illegal. That seems illegal. <laughs> yeah, did he get paid? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he only got paid to be a chauffeur, not an actor. That's a chauffeur. I guess. Yeah, probably doesn't get residuals. He needs to join the picket line. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Wow. Um, I did love this wedding band. I was like, that's a lot of money for whatever yeah. that band was. Because it was like a hundred people. I know. And they were very it's excited fun. and very good at their job. Um Indian Jeff- weddings are amazing. Um yeah. I've been to a couple always in the States, but like they're they're great. It's fun. Yeah. It's definitely an event. Well, as many of many of you have heard, um, other introducer and friend of the podcast, Jesse S., who is AP's fiance. Right. Um, so I am very much looking forward to celebrating an Indian wedding um, fun. coming up in a, in a little bit. So that will be really fun. Um, yeah. What else do we want to talk about here? The game, the final yeah. game. What happened? What's at the, What's happening at the game? So she arrives there. There's like 30 minutes to go. Um, I basically got that she gets fouled. And this is like nitpicky for me is like the geometry of it is impossible because mm-hmm. like where they line up the line is way too close to where the ball would be kicked. And it's mm. all for movie magic, but it just oh, okay. it, irked me. it irked me as a mm. spospo. Is this where she sees like the line of the people and she sees like the aunties or like everybody yeah. in their saris? 
And she's got to bend it like Beckham. (laughs) Yeah. I I guess, yeah, I guess that's like they're standing in the way between her and her goals. Metaphors, Uh, man. Not even. (laughs) It's like barely. It's almost too literal. (laughs) What does it mean to bend it like Beckham? Like to control the soccer ball. You you could put spin on the ball that allows it to curve around an object um, by just sort of hitting the side of it. And it, it spins it and through uh, aerodynamics and all that jazz. And that's can, called bending it? That's, yeah, bend the I, ball. Yeah, I think I was reading that, I guess, that was more of a, like a UK phrase and then it became a little more popular in the US after this movie that people saw. Yeah, it, in Germany, the title was called Kick It Like Beckham mm. because they don't use that term. Oh. Yeah, for... what was it going to be in the US? Like, make it like Mia? or They wanted to change yeah. it. Oh. So really weird because I guess, I mean, like there is a thing of Mia Ham, like there's, there's a clip of her playing and then Kira Knightley has number nine. Right. Like they talk about Beckham, like the whole movie and then they see him at the end. It would have been real weird. <laughs> from like, a distance. Mia Ham. Yeah, yeah, right. From a very distant. Yeah. Uh, I know he wouldn't even be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you can film me when I'm going to the airport. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So uh, she gets, uh, re- she scores the winning goal and she gets recruited to Santa Clara. And they both Santa get scholarships. Clara. Now they're going to go to college and play soccer. Is that what's happening? Yeah. 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 In California, okay. they're going together. I mean, we kind of skipped a the good whole... school for, oh, go ahead. It is a good school for soccer. Yeah. But a shit school soccer. for learning. I know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't I know. Think, I, don't I just know. like didn't, I guess like to me, it doesn't ring as like, oh my gosh, that's like a total sports, like you know, ruling the world, but I guess they are really good at soccer. Um, and it's in like Palo Alto. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I was wondering that I'm like, God, was Santa Clara just like the only university that let them use their name? Like she's not, it's not like Duke or USC or something, but I guess, I guess it is like really good for soccer. Um, Mm. and so, yeah, I mean, like, is it after she goes back to the wedding that Jess's mother thinks they're gay again, like misunderstands and then goes and like takes her shoes and it's like kind yeah. of intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so, right. I, we do have a line that I love that like, because the answer like, well, why did why did she take Jesse's shoes? Like, what is happening? <laughs> and then the one woman says like, English people are just always complaining whenever we are having functions. Like it's probably true yeah um yeah and then oh yeah go ahead well then i think we just we go to the airport well before that jess runs and interrupts joe playing soccer like she just runs on the field and he's like i'm not your coach anymore so we can do whatever we want (laughs) not true (laughs) untrue untrue yeah that's a special line i wrote down I mean, I guess at this point, it really matters if she's 17 or 18. And I guess maybe she's like 18 now or something. But it's still like, it's so problematic. It's either it's yeah. illegal and problematic or just yeah. straight on very, very inappropriate and problematic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but best, it's the second thing you said. Yeah. 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 I mean, we also get like uh, Jess's father and mother coming around real quick to her just going to America um, mm-hmm. after Tony announces that they're going to get married but on the condition that she can go to santa clara (laughs) university uh i thought when he did that i thought he was going to come out and then her secret wouldn't seem so big Mm. but makes more sense wasn't quite ready for 2002 i don't think so yeah Yeah. um maybe in the remake yeah um 
yeah, the mother comes around pretty quick. She's like, well, at least she knows how to make an Indian dinner. I'm like, wow, that <laughs> came out of nowhere. <laughs> She's totally cool with this. Um, and then we have them at the airport getting ready to go. Um, and the coach and tries the uh, second time. Yeah. This time it works. Yeah. Uh, Running like a praying mantis. He's running as if he's never, he's not, his arms are not part of his body when he's like running to get her. It's really wild. It looks like a Muppet. Yeah. It's um, it's amazing. For a soccer player. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then this is where we get like, I turned it down. Like he's going to stay and coach the girls team. Um, so watch out. I mean, we may be together as long distance, but there's other girls coming up. But I need to keep it open. You I know. gotta keep and it same. open. Ugh. Yeah. And then they like make out in so much. front of these people, which would be so right. bad. This so would bad. be so bad. Like, I think they honestly wouldn't let her go to California. And they shouldn't. Right. Yeah. If they saw that. But then at that same time, I guess is when David Beckham is on the catwalk. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. he distracts. So I think we're meant to yeah. think that like they don't see it. Because David right. Beckham's like in cahoots. David Beckham <laughs> saved the day. Kind of like I the got, Mr. I got your back. David Beckham is like Mr. Bean from Love Actually. He's just <laughs> there <laughs> to save everybody at the airport. Um, then um, Jess and Juliet go through the ticket. Two people taking tickets, which, by the way, is very fancy. Yeah. yeah. And then they get to turn around and wave. Freeze frame. <laughs> and I, I got it. I gotta say, the idea Jess has worn, like, uh, the most comfortable. First of all, I love the sweatshirt she has that's, like, um, cut off sleeves and a hood. Yeah. Wonderful. Great. Um, And then she's worn comfy clothes this entire film on a plane that is going to California. So this is, like, a 10, 11-hour flight. She is wearing a jean skirt. (laughs) Like, to get on a plane, like... This girl no, a terrible idea. doesn't even own a jean skirt. Like, I know. what is happening? She <laughs> borrowed it from Kira Knightley and it was like, today's the day I'll wear the jean skirt. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I, I don't know if it's now that she's a woman because she's kissed the coach. She can wear a jean uh, skirt. Yeah. It's so wild. <laughs> I can't, I cannot think of a more uncomfortable thing to wear on a flight. Um, oof. Anyway. Yeah. Well, then you think the movie's over, but it's not um because then we get to see what's been happening since yeah um the girls are playing soccer and they all they send back a picture of their team mm-hmm. which goes on everybody's mantle and sissy is prego yeah um kind of a bummer yeah. bummer in that i just don't really believe this relationship but you know good for yeah. her she seems happy joe is playing cricket with the oh. How did that happen? That's my question. It's I like, don't know, but like know. poor Jess's dad, because Joe can't play cricket. He's like throwing it. He's like three feet from him, throwing a ball as fast as he can at his body. Is that how you play cricket? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's wrong. I think the father is probably like, God, like, can we just play? And Joe, like, and this is now this guy celebrates. Hands. Uh, yeah. Airplane hands like a <laughs> maniac. Like he's three years old. <laughs> I don't like it. Anyway. And then sleeping with your daughter. Yeah, totally. He's like, oh, <laughs> I don't like it. But then we get the credits, which are yeah. the most hot, adorable hot, hot. part of this whole movie. This is uh, how I think maybe I owned them because I was like, oh, yeah, I totally remember this blooper reel. Like, I yeah. remember seeing it many times. Yeah. So I've seen the movie a bunch, I guess. Yeah, the hot, hot, hot. Everybody singing in... Hindi? I don't know. Hindi, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't um, know. 
I did like this part a lot. I, thought I liked it too. I like a good blooper reel. Blooper I love reel. the mother. You got like, to see the behind cussing. the scenes. Yeah. You got to like see everybody having a fun time and like, yeah, I thought that was really And it cute. did seem like a joy to make. I mean, like the movie, oh, yeah. it, it seemed like the director like really had a mission and like wanted to make a certain kind of movie. And then it's it seemed like everybody was having a really good time. Yeah. That's yeah. the way they edit it together. <laughs> yeah. And that's the film. Did that come through? It did. Okay, good. <laughs> I just started uh, to do it. Which is wrong. Wrong. It's not my job. That's what happens when you move to Europe and you're also Uh, Irish too. I'm under I'm Irish. I understand. Um so are there any other questions on the question corner kick? I know what a corner kick is. That's right. Um, Nice. Thank you. My question is, do people do like the brackets for the women's world cup like they do for the men's world cup? Can you repeat that question? The I'm getting what talking same. about. There's weather the in Baltimore. The format is the same. <laughs> okay, my question was about like people get very into like the bracketing for the World Cup, like the groups. You mean? Yeah, and like deciding who's going to win, and people bet, and they do a whole thing. Like it was big at my work, and even in the theater. So, but do people do that for the women's soccer? I well? do that. I mean, I'm really into the women's World Cup. I don't think it's quite as Katie. Who's who? Are you going for? Who's going to win? I really want the U.S. to win. Is that um, who's going to win? I think they're probably still favored, although that like like Phil said, that gap is closing a little bit. Like they've been dominant mm-hmm. for a long okay. time, but the gap there's like there's definitely it's not like a guarantee at all. So I think it'll be a good hopefully it'll be a good. I think World there's Cup. two people from the San Diego Wave. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Alex Morgan's on it, and then yeah. is it Sophie Smith? Yeah. There's a couple of people. Yeah. I think there's exciting. more. There's. Yeah. I mean, oh, really? the San Diego Waves are like a really big. DLT, I know for sure we have as you friends. know I love that's my that that should have been my level since I've been become a I know I know fan as of recent um great any other questions we missed Nora's I just checked hers was just like why in the hell did uh both of them like that baby face coach <laughs> in the first place um yeah, yeah. I, I, my, the world I prefer, may never know I prefer Nora's fan fiction for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, how about Hummers, Bombers, and Dummers? Philip, where do you want to start? Um, let's start with Bummers. My, I, I mean, oh, go ahead. Go, go, ahead. go, um, go I think go, go. my Bummer, I'll just keep, it was my Bummer at the beginning. I'm going to keep it. It. I think she's a great actor. She's fun to watch, the Kira Knightley's mom character, but just the actress, but the but the mom bums me out because she's just like so intense about her daughter's body and it just reminds me of this like time i don't know i just don't like it i don't like how fixated she is with her body and how she makes her feel uncomfortable about her body etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's my bummer i mean i'll piggyback off of that like it's basically I'll, spe- more specifically um just like the homophobia that the mother has that's like such a big joke in this movie and i remember watching it the first time and not quite liking it but it was i mean i don't know it was interesting because ap said in the beginning like it's nice because it does have like queer representation like with tony and but like how like lesbians were just very much the butt of the joke and like when the mother finds out that like no, they weren't fighting because it was a squabble between two 17-year-old girls on a soccer team. It was because they're both in love with their like male coach who's in his 20s and she's relieved. It's like great. Like, I don't know. So I 
that was a bummer. I feel I, I'm sure if it was remade today, they would hopefully not do that. Yeah, mine is really just going to be the coach, you know, just having relationships with for all the things we said before. It's just I can't wrap my brain around why they kept that in the movie, even if it was based off of someone real life experiences. They should have just been like, yeah, that wasn't cool when it happened to you. We're not going to do a positive spin on it for our movie. Um, yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Um, let's, let's stay on this trend and go, uh, Dumbers. Dumbers. Um, I oh, have two. I have two I've, that I've I'm got, wrestling. I've, okay. Oh. Yeah. I've got one that yeah. I don't think it'll be stealing. Mine is the amount of haircuts that David Beckham has had. Uh, like the, <laughs> the initial shot where it's, um, her uh, bedroom and it's all the different posters of him and each one, he has a new dumb haircut. Yeah. He has and a it's lot of just, haircuts. Uh, he and I, there's the whole thing that I know too much about about how Posh Spice like got him to rebrand and was like don't talk so much you sound like an idiot just like stand there and look <laughs> hot and that's what he did and it became this huge like very big persona I'm pretty sure that's the reason why he did not talk in this movie oh, I'm sure. because of all of because he just has this weird voice it's and a very high-pitched voice right yeah yeah um hmm. but anyways it's not what you his, would think <laughs> Yeah, but his haircuts, I'm just going to say that's my dumber. That's a good one. Um, I feel like we've already talked a little bit about the dumber of like the fact that like the parents don't know there's no waivers. You took these girls to Germany <laughs> on an airplane knowing that her parents didn't know. So anyway, uh, I'm kind of doing a little dump, a, a double dumber because I know we talked about that one. But so the dumber I want to mention is the bathrobe the bathrobe um <laughs> gag that we talked about with the Ferris Bueller thing it is so dumb like it is so high stakes to wear your uniform under your bathrobe <laughs> for how long how long were you right. walking around the house with your parents if you have dinner like if it slips a little bit sure they're gonna totally know like a much better play if you're good at this I think is like wear a bathrobe under over your pajamas and then take what two minutes to change into their uniform when they leave like it's a lot anyway that's how it's like you're gonna be late for the game i guess two minutes late i know you don't have time when you're hiding your shoes in the bush it's just so high stakes i think um that yeah i mean i agree with you on the dumbness of just the the logistics of running a youth women's soccer program where nobody's paying attention her parents don't know oh my gosh I, I remember when this came out and I remember like, and I know it's a female writer and director, right? Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of like gaze and talk about boobs throughout the entire thing, which is not a thing mm-hmm. that women don't talk about. But I guess it's just dumb to me. It just takes away from what I think this movie could be about, which is like the athleticism, the camaraderie, the team of it all, instead of like, showing them in the locker room having like an I like boys moment where they're like, my bra looks like this. What does your bra look like? And it felt very dumb to me. It just felt very like unnecessary. So I'll make that my dumber. Yeah. Hummers. I'm my Hummer, I already said it is those credits. I think yeah, I love really I love the like leaning into the celebration of the like Indian culture and everybody singing the or the blend between the various cultures with the hot, hot, hot with the singing in the different language mm-hmm. and um like getting to see all the people who worked on the film, except for that chauffeur who's probably confused still. <laughs> um was like, what's I in this movie? <laughs> um 
now that I know that. And I just thought it was adorable. I thought it was a fun celebration. And I, I thought a lot about them like filming those scenes and then asking them every time to like sing hot, hot, hot. And I wondered like, were they just tired of it by the end of the movie? Because it was like almost every scene had a hot, 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 like cut to. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, that was a lot to conceive of and make happen while they were filming the the movie. I thought about that too. It's like, when did you ask people to sing this? Yeah. yeah. Before that freeze frame. get it at the end. Yeah. I know. Um, I think I'm going to make mine uh, Parminder Nagra, like the actress. I, she is so good. I think partly why she's so, it's so amazing. This movie is she is 27. So she, I think like she, she it was such good casting. Like she just communicates such like, um, I guess like, like, wisdom and poise but she can also play 17 and i specifically love like when they're actually the whole like juicy juicy mango scene yeah the way that she's just staring at people like she's just her face is unchanged and she's just dead eye staring at folks as they're like talking around her um i really love like i just i don't know she plays it with such humor i really love like she joined the cast of er i remember oh, like yeah, not too I long after that. this just, yeah. and i really i really liked her in it too i just <laughs> find her so charming so um yeah i loved her in her performance performance yeah agreed um mine the real one probably is i like how good they got at soccer and you can tell that they put in a lot of training but um the one i'm gonna do because it i think it got the largest laugh for me is there's a scene i think where they see that they are on their trip to germany in the newspaper underneath that there's an article that just says body found in metal shredder what was the sort of like prop person <laughs> thing we need another article okay how about this ah. <laughs> body horribly mangled also local team really getting it done um <laughs> just shout out to the prop department for that one that's amazing amazing all right uh oh should we talk about our outfits <laughs> Let's, let's talk about, about our outfits. outfits. <laughs> um, uh, Phil, I love, um, I love those mud cleats that you've been donning mm -hmm. the whole time, mm -hmm. partially scrubbed, ready for the game. And then I love your t-shirt that has um, Jess on one side and Kira Knightley on the other, and this woman in the center with a short short hair and glasses with arms around both. And it just says underneath, uh, bend it like Bechdel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, Bridget, I see you for gone for wind. What would be the past tense? Of, uh, I for, you, for went. Yeah. For you decided, for you decided to not wear a t-shirt and you're just rocking the sports bra. Um, just taking a, a note from Keira Knightley. Everyone yeah. else might be in a uniform, but you're going to just wear the, the sports bra. That's right. Um, and you've got a hat on that says, um, hey, coach. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the hey I, is written, I like just tried to be. Why, 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 why? It, it goes da, all da. the way around the hat. <laughs> thank you. Times. I was just trying to be super direct, and it was not yeah, working. Yeah. <laughs> um. Thank you, Katie. I um, am enjoying. Uh, well, actually, I'm like, whoa, with the tank top <laughs> you're wearing today, <laughs> yeah. which says uh, it's an advertisement for a fruit company. It just says um, Joe's Juicy Juicy Mangoes. <laughs> Why wait till they're ripe? 
Oh. Yikes. Yikes. Joe yep. is going to jail. Yeah. Maybe Everybody, not today, maybe not tomorrow, but Joe is going, he's going to jail. To jail. This or he's going to get at least fired. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it doesn't matter. He can just go coach for the men's team then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what this movie would have you believe. They won't be up, they'll upset anybody. Okay. So now it's time to talk about if it's for real. Philip. Um, oh, I yeah. can go first <laughs> um, since, yeah, I picked this. Um, I've seen, and I should have said this at the beginning as well, I've seen a lot of women's soccer. My sister played all growing up. Uh, my dad was the coach for the girls' soccer team. I think when the Olympics were in Atlanta, I saw like the gold medal girls' match. And I think the bronze as well or something like that, but just oh, seen awesome. a ton. I've seen, um, and I'm blanking on Mia Hamm, but there was another uh, women's soccer player. There was like the superstar before her was like Michelle Akers. Car- that's oh, it. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's her. Yeah, She's great. Her. She's, yeah, yeah, she's she like was, a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, I, it, it's great. I, I hope. Uh, my little one plays soccer. Her, her rule is she has to become a professional soccer player. So um, yeah. I, I thought it was cool to see that mixed with the other movie. I hated the whole coach. Um, but I think in hindsight, it sounds like everyone sort of excised that from their memory. And so I'm going to say this movie, even though normally that would be enough for me to say it's not for real, because people can pick enough of this out and just charge forward and take that part out of their memory that it it is for real and it has the whole cultural side which i think is is great and well done we've been watching a lot of i guess indian tv shows we watch like miss marvel and now watching like never have i ever and Mm -hmm. yeah which confuses a lot of the plot lines (laughs) when you said miss marvel i thought you said miss mazel i I thought about that too i was like like, philip i don't oh god (laughs) i know i know it's a gentile earlier but like (laughs) yeah yeah, Um, total parallel but yeah Yeah. so it's for real for me long story um bridget do you want to go you want me to go no go ahead well, I don't, I don't have enough to add uh, or, or much to add. And like that article I was reading, I think it was kind of making the claim that it didn't hold up, but that's not the question we're answering. So I think in a similar way, kind of exactly what you said, I, it's weird to say, I think it's for real with such a glaring blurg of a plot line so that's bad. so problematic and like I you know could be used as a teaching tool but yeah like it, it really did this re- movie really did have a huge impact on women's sports um I think especially in Europe um and I yeah I remember when it came out like be even even like not playing soccer feeling like like I don't know like represented and inspired and um I I think I remembered it as funnier than it was too like I remember really thinking this movie was like very clever and funny and I was expecting more of that um but yeah it kind of hit back then and phil like you said like the impact that made in the way it like it sets in people's memories and all of the people are charming like all of the performances i think are good it's just got some like writing things um so yeah i'm gonna go with for real as well you both just articulated that so clearly and well (laughs) to be honest i appreciate what both of you said yeah like i I didn't mean to spoiler it early, but I kind of thought this movie was boring Mm -hmm. and not as fun to watch as I remembered. Like I was really excited to watch it. And then when I saw it was an hour and 15 minutes, I was like, really? Yeah. Um, And I have, I do, but I remember what I remember from it is soccer, women having, you know, having fun. I love the Indian culture stuff. I loved like 
all of that. And so I had blocked out, like you mentioned, the parts of this that were creepy. And also I was probably, well, I was 21. So I was like, yeah, 17. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I was not feeling that far away from 17, but um, I kind of want to say it's not for real just to, just to spice, spice it up. Um, Spice spice it up. Just to sporty spice it up, but I'm not going to, because I do think it, it has a place and I think if you if you're going to recommend it to somebody, you could give some disclaimers, yeah, <laughs> and just say like, "Hey, we know this is not quite, uh, but there's things about it that are very redeemable and very enjoyable and um, hit the mark in terms of like trying to do something to advance women's sports and the way that women are looked at in sports." So I will too give it a for real rating. I mean, to bring it to a three, ooh, three, three piece. <laughs> the other thing. Tricoastal and try Tricoastal. Try for real for Ben like Beckham. The other thing, like, and I feel like now I need a disclaimer even saying it's for real with the whole plot line with the coach because it's it feels so gross. But yeah. like when we think about for real, some of some of the times what we talk about is like, is there another movie in this category? And right. we talk about women's sports or w- specifically women's soccer. Like, I know we were joking about ladybugs, but it comes up as like one of the top five yeah. movies about women's soccer and i my guess is there will be more especially as like the san diego waves and like um angel city and like i don't know mm-hmm. there there is more of a push to to in equal pay and in all of that yeah mm-hmm. like there you know usually have to kind of wait a minute for that to hit the culture but right now like there's not a lot of other ones that focus on actual soccer so hopefully the next one will treat soccer a little bit more than regionals and <laughs> yeah. yeah true it's true Thems is going to be fighting words, but those Angel City fans are rough. <laughs> yeah, they seem like they set out to be. They're Did you watch that documentary? Rough. I haven't, but they're like, they wear, it looks like they're in black and white. Like They are. Their colors are like gray, black, and white. And so when you're at a wave game with, Angel, with the Angel City fans, like we're in like hot pink and, t- yeah. and turquoise and they're wearing black and white it, they look like we're in like two different cartoons and there's a lot of like smoke it reminded me of like raiders fans like yes raiders fans kind of yeah. lean into that yeah yeah the- and it just felt very like i don't know it was the first game i had gone to but it was also a day game and it was hot and everybody it just it felt like i was like why are you so mean it's not why i like women's soccer i like it because everybody's being protected and nice and having a fun time <laughs> yeah that's why i like women's soccer psa um speaking of things i enjoy a little spice girls um this one i think is really appropriate for this movie just given the romantic triangle here we go that i don't know who's the main lead on that one i had no I idea spice girls sang baby spice in that one banging yeah. music oh to become one is a sex song y'all yeah, if you want to get it on if you want to make a baby with the spice girls that's the one to do it with once once they've gotten with your friends isn't baby yeah. spice in that like i i remember more of like close-ups on her which is like such a weird that's i wish there was not a baby spice <laughs> We've already that. talked about this, haven't we? Which Spice Girls we are? You're a baby I don't think spice. so. Oh, you're a sporty spice. 
I think I'm literally sporty spice. Like I have, I have a similar teeth. I have like my hair up in the exact same way. Like you're also wearing like a triangle piece of clothing right now. Yeah. On top, underneath that tank top you were Right, right, right. Yeah. Phil, what are you? I don't know. I mean, I would have guessed sporty spice as well. Oh, I'm a baby. Like a Mel C or Mel B. I don't. I honestly don't know it enough to say. I kind of forget. Besides sporty posh baby ginger scary spice. There's scary, a scary spice. spice yeah that's but there's sucked, a mel b and a mel c yeah so but two melanies right but, but but that was sporty and scary but oh, they were also yeah, called okay. mel b and mel c those were their you know because they all had names too <laughs> boo <laughs> so anywho um well thank you philip for introducing us to uh the world of world world women's soccer katie did send us a list of all the other soccer women films i don't know how if we will get into any of them because lady bugs lady bugs lady (laughs) just one of the guys katie um and uh that other poor amanda Bynes shakespeare she's the man she's the man oh yeah that's a soccer movie a lot of them yeah a lot of them have like you can't um, just play soccer and be a woman I know it has to have this whole subplot of like subterfuge of like with like pretending to be a man. Is this just the second soccer movie we've watched? Um, Oh, with the Michael Caine. Victory. Victory. And this one, I think so. All right. Well, uh, we will be back soon. Thank you, AP, for that amazing yes. intro. Oh my gosh, that, was that was great. great. Thank you. So good. Yeah. Short and... notice and thank you so much. <laughs> Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo.
Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. And we give our stamp of Curioso approval to the podcast that you're listening to right now. 